This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! The league is back, but we never went away. It's the warm up episode 96. It's Braden Tom. We're previewing the whole city game and we're joined by Harrison Nutton. Harrison, welcome to the show. Are you excited to make your debut? Yeah, I am, uh, especially in the January transfer window. Um, I think if there's one point I wanted to join, it was definitely in the January transfer window. <laughs> With all the rumours going about, um, can always be fun and a conversation starter. <laughs> Absolutely. And much like the club, we'll take as many extra bodies as we can have at the moment. So uh, you're, you're welcome to the show. Um, Tom, disappointment in the cup. Um, any positives for town fans as we return to, to league action? Uh, Harrison's on for his first pod, which is... But, you know, like you say, in the January transfer window, I feel like there's always more pressure on those players to uh, to put a show in. So, pressure's on, mate. Um, on the cup, Brady? Yeah, well, it was the cup, wasn't it? Um, look, I'm, I'm, I've, I've turned a corner. I'm Mr. Positive. I, I think we've got a good little run ahead of us. Um, starting with this Saturday against a couple of teams that we can at least uh, match on ability, I think. So, yeah, bring it on. Well, I like it. I'm not used to Mr Positive, Tom. Um, <laughs> although we just agree with each other, don't we? Which isn't always the best. You're like, you make a point, I'm like, oh, that's a good point, Tom. And you go, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Apart from uh, the old Boring Wood saga, as it's going to be known about. Boring Wood, more like. Oh, yes. Hashtag send tweet. Uh, right. Okay. Let's get into this game. Uh, so Hull, the Tigers, they sit 16th from the table. Um, I did did my best to avoid doing a mauled by the Tigers or, you know, claw, clawing <laughs> back, whatever. But uh, Hull are eight points ahead of town, um, which is quite surprising, actually, given the 16th. You, again, you know, it depends how you feel around the club. Um, but they are in a bit of form, lads. They're unbeaten in the last five league games and they hammered Wigan 4-1 in the last match um, in the league. However, uh, a crumb of comfort, which I told you, Tom and Harrison, before we recorded, uh, 
they're actually bottom of the form table for home games in the league, and they've won just once at home in the last 10 league matches. So, um, Tom, I'll come to you first, actually. What's your thoughts about this one? Because should Town be going there to get a win or, you know, they're in a bit of form. I know they've not got a good record at home. Maybe we should settle for a point. How how do you see this one? I mean, I don't think a point would be bad, to be honest. Um, I think Town should go there with a bit of confidence. I've seen a few Hull fans already mention like how they're on a bit of an unbeaten run and they're coming up against one of their bogey teams in town. Um, so, I mean, these kind of runs don't go on forever if you, you're down that end of the table, really. Um, on top of that, a kind of pretty bad home form, Brady. I think they've not had one clean sheet at home this season yet either, I believe. Something like that stat. Um, I believe you. I, I've not yeah, checked, so, but I believe you. So yeah, I think Town can go to Hull and think, yeah, we can we can give it a game, give it a go. Um, I watched a few of their highlights. I thought, uh, they they seem to over as of recently rely a lot on getting the ball into the box from wide areas. That seems to where they create stuff. So I think if you kind of snuff that out, and our big lads in defence can just head away, <laughs> win those headers when they're coming in, then you've got a chance to get a draw or even a win, I think, on Saturday. I like it. You are Mr Positive. It's good, <laughs> it's good to hear. Um, Harrison, how are you feeling about this one? Do you feel like Town could get something? Um, I'm less positive. Uh, I think when you look at us, I think we have the worst away record going, don't we? Um, mm. Which, you know, isn't great. Um, but, yeah, I feel like this... It's gonna go. It's gonna go two ways, isn't it? We performed really well under the pressure against Rotherham, where we really needed a win, and this is another opportunity, I think, where we really need a win. Um, so if we can handle the pressure away from home, we might be all right. But I'm not as positive as Tom. <laughs> oh well, it's all right. That's what we call balance. Um, <laughs> so um, Harrison, it's actually the same question I asked to, to everyone who, who comes on the pod, uh, depending on which manager we've got in. That's the bit that changes. But what what do you kind of make of Mark Fotheringham? Um, because obviously he's very well, he's very Marmite, isn't he, among the fan, fan base? Uh, I think he's been unlucky, actually. I think when you look at our injury list, um, he's probably done okay. Um, I don't think he's done anything outstanding necessarily, but I always, you know... I feel if he had a um, a full set of players all fit or ready to go, I think it would be much higher at the table. Um, there's been some promising signs and then there's been some very worrying signs. Um, but yeah, that, that's my sort of view on it. I think he's been unlucky with the injuries. Yeah, can't clip that. Can't clip you slagging him off. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not going out. So. Um, that. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back to this game then, Tom. Um Hull have a few good players. Obviously, they got taken over, um, you know, recently. Got a bit of cash. Brought in a few nice uh, nice ones, I'd say. Who, who stood out for you as a key player? Um, well, I think, I think from, because I've, I've, I thought, do you know what, Brady? I thought, come on, Tom. New Year, pull your finger out a bit with this pod and actually do some research. So, <laughs> I actually watched most of their highlights, um, since the Watford game. Um, and I found that they're... I, and I, I do 
Rosinha has obviously got them set up this way now is getting it out wide, swinging a ball in, and they always seem to have like three or four lads in the box. Um, your lad up front is uh, pretty lethal on with his head. What's it, Oscar or whatever? The Colombian. The, the Colombian. Um, but I've gone with uh, Coyle, who's uh, one of the fullbacks, um, just because he's he's one of those with a brilliant delivery, and I think that is going to be key for them. Is if they can beat our fullbacks, get a good delivery, and could cause us some trouble. Because um, that's I think that's just where the play is going to come from from their side of things on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, and he's right. He's the right side. He's right. Back yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. obviously Ruffles and Boyle. Um, we saw him in the Luton game. Yeah, that's a bit of a weak cool. area. So yeah. look at you doing your research. It's like New Year, New Man. No, it's unreal. It? People might unreal. stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. Uh, Harrison, <laughs> um, who was your? Who have you selected from the Tigers? Uh, so I'm not a. I'm not an avid avid watcher of Hull City, but I saw a consistent starter in their team. And is it Gene Michael Seri, mm-hmm. um, who I remember a few years ago sort of made a big money signing to Fulham, but it never really worked out. And I remember, wasn't he linked to Barcelona at one point? Yeah, yeah but um, when he was at Nice, um, I'm not sh- I'm not really sure what happened, but he's found his he's found his way to East Yorkshire, hasn't he? Um, but he seems to be a consistent starter. I haven't seen too many highlights of him, but there's probably something about him to be rumoured to go to Barcelona. I also, this is an, an added one, but I saw Aaron Connolly. Is he there? Or he yeah, just joined on loan? Yeah. I always wanted him at town. I always thought he had like a, a terrier spirit about him whenever I saw him at Brighton. Um, so I don't think he'll start, but he's definitely one to watch out for, maybe off the bench. Yeah. Um, I, I again, he was one of those players who I was like, oh, I'd love him at town, but uh, mm. David Hartrick, uh, Brighton fan, absolutely hates him. So, uh, <laughs> a bit of an interesting one there. Uh, I also picked um, Sarri. I just like, I think that was a real coup when we signed him in the summer because when he actually played quite a few games when Fulham got promoted. Um, and again, I was doing my research because I knew Tom's doing his research, got up, we got up ourselves. Um, he's statistically been their best player on average throughout the season if you look at the stats if you're into that um, and he's just like a solid consistent midfielder and um, God wouldn't it be nice to have a solid consistent midfielder eh lads so uh, yeah <laughs> certainly one to watch out for um, but Tom you spoke to uh, one of the whole fans didn't you um, ahead of this one so we can hear a little bit more because obviously Rossini's come in they've picked up a little bit uh, do you want to tell us a little bit yeah, I went uh, went down to the deep and uh, caught up with Ant um, from uh, the whole podcast. I forgot. Oh, to Hull and back in it. That's it. Um, good podcast name. We say that every time, don't we? But yeah, caught up with Ant at the deep and that was uh, over a bag of uh, Haribo's. <laughs> We've lost to a pub side. We've literally lost to a pub side. Hi, mate. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. So... How's your season going? Um, if you'd have asked me this question, you know, at the beginning of November, you'd have a very different answer. But our season at the minute seems to um, be taking a turn for the better. We're actually starting to look like um, we're, we're on the way to achieve the potential that we knew this squad had. Um, under Shotter Avaladze, we were we were chaotic. We were a, a disorganised mess. Um, we would lose heavily every game, uh, create next to nothing. Um, it was it was a it was a very bad period 
for us, especially considering, you know, he, he was apparently brought in to bring us exciting attacking football. And, you know, we brought in loads of uh, attacking players in, in, in the summer window. And if anything, actually got worse at attacking. So, yeah, it was a very strange start to the season. And obviously Andy Dawson came in, temporary charge after his sacking and um, sort of brought in some stability, brought some players back in from the cold like Greg Doherty. Um, and now Rosini is back and we've only lost once uh, under his stewardship. stewardship. I think it's uh, one loss in eight games, uh, seven unbeaten away, winning five of those. We, we seem to be in good good, good form at the minute and you know we're, we're hard to beat. We draw a few games at the minute, but those draws were losses under Shotter, you know, so we're, we're making progress in that sense. And um, like I said, it's we're, we're conceding far less, scoring a lot more, looking organised, playing out from the back, starting to look like a team that, that understands their roles, aims, and some partnerships are forming now. And, and Sari's really starting to flourish in the midfield like we thought he would do when we first signed him. Cyrus Christie's been amazing. You know, it's 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 looking good at the minute. Who's a standout player for you so far? Um, standout player. Uh, it would be hard to pick, really. I think, obviously, Oscar Estepinion's our top scorer on 11 goals, but um, his first eight were scored in literally three or four games. And he went a long period without scoring, and now he's starting to score consecutively in, in you know one goal a game at the minute. So he's, he's starting to find his feet again, get back in form, and he would be an obvious answer to this question. But per performance-wise, he doesn't really stand out. And I'm, I'm going to go for um, Jacob Greaves. Um, you know, he's a, he's, he's a ball-playing centre-half. You, you won't find a City fan that doesn't rave about this guy. Local lad from all. We all love him. Um, but he's sort of been moved um, under Rosinia into left-back. So he's playing like a Dan Byrne role, where he's, you know, quite a quite a tall centre-back that's that's doing the job in, in, in the full-back position. But he's showing that he's very good at getting forward. He's quick, he's strong, got a good delivery on him, and he's getting amongst the goals this season. So... You know, Jacob Greaves, at the minute, whilst Coyle doesn't start games because of Christie's form, um, you know, he's got the captain's armband and he's and he's really leading by example at the minute, so I'm going to go Jacob Greaves. And what's your score prediction against town? Oh, I'm the worst person to ask for a prediction for a whole city against Huddersfield because I just, you, you are our bogey team and no matter how optimistic or positive I try to be before our games, it just never ever turns out that way. Um, especially when you're playing poorly, you seem to beat us easily. Uh, it's just a very frustrating <laughs> sequence of, of results against you guys where we, we, we just fail to turn up whatsoever and lose 2 or 3 nil. Um, no matter how poor uh, your season appears to be, you know, we, we just always get turned over. So it, the, the, the realist in me is, is saying, you know, we've got the worst home record in the league this season and, and Huddersfield are our bogey team. So it should be a loss. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm trying to find a way that, you know, our home form has to turn around at some point. And this could be the game, you know. I just think that one win at home, you know, maybe with a clean sheet as well just to turn the form around, because if, if we were decent at home, we'd be in the top 10. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with a 1-0 Hull City win. KG affair, set-piece, dodgy goal, something like that. But I wouldn't be thoroughly surprised if you went 2-3-0 the other way. Thank you. Bye. And you uh, you went to the deep, you went fishing for answers, and yeah, you got them, didn't you? So. Yeah. So, Brady, now I expect you to put on behind the chatter some bubbles and I don't know shark noises and things like that. The shark snake noises. Um 
we're not we're not the QI podcast, mate. So uh, <laughs> Google it. Um, but yeah, I remember you saying um, he said apologies for Peppa Pig in the background. That might yeah. be a pod first, actually. Bit yeah, that was crazy. it. Actually, yeah, Peppa Pig was there. Forgot about that. Well, a lot to happen. Um, in fact, I need to compose myself. So why don't we take a break and we'll come back and we'll do the mailbag. <laughs> Cosy, what what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Okay, we're back. Uh, It is time to answer your questions. So let's get stuck into the mailbag. You've got mail. Okay, so first question. Um was from, uh, you know, listeners will be familiar with this name. Um, and I liked it because it gave me an opportunity to expand into a talking point. James Whitaker, he asked, how many goals will Canberra get for the Mighty Terriers? Um, Tom, obviously we're in a WhatsApp group and I'm, I'm going to do that classic thing they do on podcasts where it's like, oh, I have friends. We talk in WhatsApp groups. Um, I said to to Matt, watch Canberra score in the cup. What did he do? Scored in the cup. Didn't have the best game, but um, hey, he scored on his debut. Um, what what do you think, Tom? You know, I know he's not the most exciting signing on paper, but, you know, Pepe scored on his debut already. Brady scored, right? And when he scored, I thought, oh, great. Wow. Well, could he? Because he's, he's obviously got something there. He wouldn't be a professional footballer, would he, at the end of the day? He's a striker. He, and I thought, oh, maybe this is what he's needed. He needed a coach who he's used to or knows. And and the celebration said it all, didn't he? Running straight over to him. I think maybe having a coach that might believe in him or something. And I thought, oh, fair enough. But then it was the the miss that came after mm-hmm. it where he pulled back to him and it's basically an open goal and he hits it straight at the defender on the line. I mean, he, he literally just had to go anywhere else, didn't he? And he, pro- he had enough time to compose himself. And that was the worrying sign for me that the goal was good. It was, he took that quickly. Maybe that's, maybe that's the only thing that's a a good thing in his game is the quick reaction, getting the ball down quickly, taking a shot. Maybe when he's got to think about it a bit more, he uh, comes under the pressure. So I don't know. What, What was the question? How many goals do you think he'll score this season? Yeah. I'll say if he scores five goals, I'll be I'll be impressed with him. I'll be pleased with that for mm. half a season. Yeah, I mean not to stick up for him, but as well like not match fit as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes out. I appreciate it's not the most exciting signing. Um, Harrison, what, what kind of thoughts on Cambiri? Do you think he'll 
score score a few for ten. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> after <laughs> after that miss, it was like after missing that, it's like what like, Jordan Rose doesn't miss that. There's no way. Yeah, that's in the back of the net, and I'd, I've seen highlights of him, and I was like, what does he bring that Ward and Rhodes don't bring? And I, I just I couldn't I couldn't answer it. He doesn't seem to have masses of pace. I, I, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, if he gets five goals, Tom, then I'll be very impressed. Um, yeah. If I'm honest. Okay. I mean, again, small sample size, but I because it's only until the end of the season, isn't it? So yeah. uh, I wonder if he's because Ward. Um, again, we've said like we don't think Ward looks fit. Looks fit. I wonder if it's just basically do similar to what Ward does yeah. until the end of the season. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, you know. At least he scored, mate. You know, we've been crying out for strikers mm-hmm. who scored. I know Rhodes has hit a bit of form, so let's give the man a chance, shall we? <laughs> um, next question. Uh, Colfans asks, "Are we getting mauled by the Tigers this weekend?" Well, we kind of talked about that. <laughs> I don't. I think if we were going to get, um, I, I don't see us getting thrashed. Uh, famous last words. You can we can clip this if, uh, but I we've we've been quite close in games. We've not really. I don't think we've lost by two goal. Oh no, two goal margin. Maybe the Sunderland game. That's the only game I can think of in the Fogbring. That three one, yeah, yeah, and then oh, one Watford, two, yeah, two, but not a three goal margin. Margin. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I mean, I think there's a chance we could lose the game, but I don't. I don't think we'll get mauled. Uh, Tom, no. do you agree? Agree there, Brady. Yeah. Um, I think if we can. Play this, force them to play this game in the middle of the pitch, kind of stop them from getting that ball out wide, and then because they they really did push players forward. I think you can have them on the counter attack. Um, I mean, I I think Town have got a chance. Famous last words, clip this, whatever. But I do think Town have got a chance on Saturday. Good, Harrison. Are you in agreement, or do you think they're going to? Yeah, no, I don't. I I I can't see us getting mauled, but yeah. I can see a two-one or a one-one, maybe. Um, like you say, I think they we both play in a similar style and getting it out wide and crossing it in. So it'll be a battle of the wings, I think, more than in the centre. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, there you go, Colton. So your question has been answered. Um, Danny Smith asks, "Who's picking the team for Hull?" Um, I think that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> um, what Harrison? You laughed. I don't know. What do you make of that? I think. Um, you know, to anger, <laughs> anger, maybe the more vocal on the, on Twitter. I think that was a bit of a storm in a teacup. It was just like, a, it was like the yeah. Japanese centre-back comment all over again. It was just like people wanted to misinterpret it and kick off. But well, yeah. I, he, um, he seemed to do two interviews, didn't he? One at the time, and they were very similar answers. And I think he corrected it more on the second one. I think he probably maybe thought about what he said, maybe regretted it a bit. I don't know. It doesn't look great, does it, as your manager to be causing gossip or rumours? Because that's what you're doing, aren't you? You're, you're, you don't say that stuff. I don't know. Unless it was a genuine mistake, it, you know, it it doesn't it doesn't look good, I don't think. <laughs> he has said some stuff in the past where it's a little bit questionable. Um, maybe it was a mistake out of Frustration. He seems to get frustrated quite easily sometimes, um, but he seemed to correct it in the second interview he did. Yeah, Tom, what are your thoughts? 
I would say this, I wouldn't mess with Fov if I was interviewing him. Yeah. It's an interesting one because it's all hearsay, Brady, so I don't want to be um, making any strong assumptions, but there has been rumours... This is what it's for, Tom. Strong I love the gossip. I love the gossip. There has been, <laughs> been rumours about that, though, hasn't there? Even under Carlos, there was rumours about that kind of thing as, like, they're brought in simply to coach this set of players, which... Fair enough, but it is it's very it was a very interesting comment and the way he phrased it. It's really interesting seeing the progression of uh Fovering a minute over quite a short period of time. I remember that first few interviews, he was very pally friendly and well, just I came like his voice was quite calming. Everything's got a bit more serious now. I think yeah, maybe maybe he feels like we can do it and that's why he's getting a bit annoyed at the moment. Whereas before, maybe he came in thinking, God's no hope in hell of us <laughs> doing <laughs> anything here. So I don't know. It's, he's a very interesting man, though. Do you know what? I actually quite like him. I actually quite like him, to be fair. I don't think... I, I feel like I've got to say that because I feel like quite a few people don't say it or don't like him. Um and I, I, I'm I'm warming to him more and more. <laughs> he's certainly like yeah. Well done you for saying that. I, I he's an interesting guy, and then like he, I don't know, he says some interesting stuff. Like yeah, I I still think the funniest thing was uh, what when was it when we beat Hull two 0 I think it was that game, and uh, he said he celebrated in the next press conference <laughs> by being in the dark because he's yeah. trying to get to sleep, but it's just like it's such hard. <laughs> The whole family was sat in the dark, quiet, (laughs) because one of the kids was asleep. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, well, again, uh, all the obvious thing to to say, but, you know, you want the town managers to do well, don't you? So you're rooting for them. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, Another question about Fotheringham. Marcus Beller asks, what do you think Fotheringham... This was... Marcus, this was a little bit hard to interpret, so I'll do my best here, but... um, Marcus says, what do you think Mark Fotheringham has to do with town? Uh, Marcus seems to think he has to look at his own decisions, not just the players, and bulk the left side of the defence and midfield. Uh, and then he asks us, are there any additional signings or recalls we choose? Well, Tom, speaking of recalls, just be- luckily, just before we were recording... Breaking news. Breaking news, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I did see this question. and I know what he means, Brady. Yeah, he means what does... Fotheringham have to do to basically keep yeah. up, doesn't it? Um, and we've said it a few times, Brady. I mean, Matt had his conch for Karoma before. I don't know what we've got as horn for high. <laughs> no. Maybe <laughs> we can. I remember as soon, um... as soon as I said that, I thought that sounds risky and um... no i remember <laughs> sorry sorry but i remember johnny who does the middle of a podcast the yeah. breakdown i remember when they had warnock in charge his hashtag was horny for warning <laughs> so maybe we can have horn for high <laughs> but yes yeah, scott high's been recalled so has reg and so has surprisingly i did say last week that i would welcome him back for half a season just as another body josh karoma um Ooh, interesting, isn't it? I mean, I, I I feel like we should have had high the whole season. Great utility player at this level, mm. end of the day. It was stupid having him at a 
now relegation rival. Maybe I mean, obviously, we didn't think that was going to be the case at the start of the season. Reg as well, good utility player. Um, Karoma's interesting. I wonder if Fotheringham will give him a chance or they'll send him back out on loan. That's going to be interesting to see if, how that plays out. Another rumour, who is full of gossip and rumours this podcast tonight, is obviously Lee Nichols. Is he injured? Isn't he injured? Um, so, And anyway, we probably do need to bring in a more experienced second goalkeeper when you look at it. So I'd, I'd put that on the list as well. Um, and then... What is supposedly happening? A lot of paper talk about it. Anthony Knockout. I mean, I, I think someone who's gonna, he might not have the legs anymore, but you stick him in the box, he's gonna score goals. So, um, I think you you've almost got what you. The list is looking all right at what you're getting in. Just whether it's gonna work. Yeah, I think it's well, like we touched on a million times with the recalls, just to have options. You know, I think. Reg is showing he can, he can do okay at this level. He's, he's a bit inconsistent, but you know, he, I think he is. He was certainly doing well in League One. Uh, might need him if uh, yeah. the season doesn't pan out well. But um, yeah, obviously we 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 do always ring the horn, blow the horn. No, we say <laughs> ring the horn. We always blow the horn, <laughs> ring the horn for Scott High. Um, and I kind of agree with you with Karama. I think with these as well, like it's the same with recalling Hodlin. Like Hodlin was in a B team game. Um, yeah, I think Fotheringham just probably wants to have a look at him, and he can always send him back out on loan if he doesn't fancy him. So, makes and you've got a Headley back as well. Throw that in the mix. Um, yeah, left, yeah, left back coming back. Interesting, very interesting. Harrogate fans gutted he's left. Mm. Um, so maybe they're thinking give a because we would that's where we're crying for at the moment, really, aren't we? Yeah, just he'll probably have a look at him, but I, I could yeah. see, I can probably see us going, um, going for a left back. I just yeah. think, yeah, yeah, just, but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, and obviously touching on the the rumours about Nichols, obviously nothing's been confirmed, but I think if if he is out for a bit, it, you know, this is no uh, disrespect to Billy Capich, but I think you probably need a an experienced um, player, you know, keeper in on loan. Uh, it's one of them positions where it's weird because obviously I thought signing Jamal Blackman when we had him last season, like just keeping him made a lot of sense, but obviously yeah. he wanted, he, he, you know, he's playing, he's starting for Exeter. Yeah. Um, it's one of them positions that actually like, it is easy to get. It's not like, so I think if we had to say Nichols is out for a bit and we had to go and get someone from like, you know, temporary, I think that's actually quite easy. It's just maybe more long-term. Um, but yeah, obviously that would be looking at um, uh, Harrison. Sorry, we've done a lot of rambling. What, um, what, what do you kind of think? Um, can you can you just repeat what he meant by the question? Is it sort yeah, of like yeah, what fine. sort of plan is it? What sort of plan is Fotheram got for the rest of the season? I think so. Yeah. So I'll I'll say it again because we, me and Tom, just talked about signings and recourse because that's not exciting. But um, <laughs> yeah, Marcus said, "What do you think Fotheringham has to do with town?" Uh, he seems Marcus seems to think he has to look at his own decisions, not just the players, and bulk the left side of defence and midfield. Um, I understand what he means by the left hand side of the midfield. It it does look weak, and I see he obviously tried to um, put uh, uh, Kesler uh, Kane Kesler Hayden out on the left, didn't he? He tried that for the cup match. Um, so obviously he tried to bulk it out that way. I I don't think it was that effective. Um, 
Um, yeah, I like I like boil. I worry. I worry about. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know really. Um, it's kind of a tough one. To uh, I'm not the manager, so <laughs> it's quite tough to know. <laughs> There's a reason for that, clearly, because I can't. I'm struggling to answer it. <laughs> But, you know, let's look at some loan signings, maybe a keeper, maybe a left-sided side, a center, left-sided centre back. But yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, here's one for you, lads. If we're gonna, this is, I'm gonna call this the rumours podcast. Maybe we should Photoshop me and you, Tom, on the Fleetwood Mac album cover. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, but rumours, Toff, Harish Offler might be available for loan. I mean. He's not coming back here, mate. He's no. not, but I'd love him back, and I think it's what we need. Yeah. Um, you know, so um, well, would you take him, Tom? I assume the answer is yes. Yeah, 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 definitely. But I've seen people say, "No, oh well, Brian might be He's not coming back here, are they? Sorry, not coming back here. The state we're in, the position we're in, I doubt. Welcome to Mister Positivity. What if they want to do a Jonas Lossel and rescue us? You know? Oh yeah, maybe, maybe then. Maybe they feel a bit guilty about ditching us then, I guess. Ditching us, because uh, a club came in and paid money for them. Yeah, yeah no. Well, they okay. only go together, don't they? So That's true. That's very true. Maybe um, what's I mean, the, the best wrong? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, anyway, we'll move on to You're the Boss. Uh, Harrison, first question I ask all the guests. Um, if you... Obviously, we're going to ask you about your lineup and what you do in charge. But if you were in charge of town on Saturday, what's your managerial attire? How are you going to dress for the occasion? Ooh, I'm going to go full on suit. I think um, you'll only ever get one opportunity to manage town, and you got to make the most of it. So, full suit and tie, I am. <laughs> nice. In uh, club badge embroidered or just just normal suit? Maybe like a nice dark one, like a a faded in one. So it's not obvious, but it's nice and subtle. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so lineup. So obviously it was the cup game, so we'd expect some rotation. But the yep. uh, against Preston Town lined up in a three-four-three. So you had Billikapic, Lee's Helic, and Aina, Aina, Lauten, Kasumu, Kamara, Kesler, Hayden, and then your three was Thomas Simpson and Radoni. Um, Harrison, I'm, I feel like I'm putting you really testing you uh, in your debut, but. How would you line up town for this one? Um, obviously, we don't know team news and we've talked talk on Nichols, but um, yeah, let's assume Nichols is, is fit. Yeah. Um, how would you line it? Well, then, of course, it would be Nichols. Uh, there's no question in that. I'd then go Lowton. I think he had a solid game, um, mm -hmm. an experienced head against a, a must-win game. Um, and then Lees, Helic and Boyle. I don't think we have that much more option in the centre-back area. Uh, you know, it's sort of a standard three at the minute. Um, and then I've actually gone for Headley. Um, okay. Yeah. Like I say, uh, Kane Kessler-Hayden, um, he wasn't that effective on the left, I felt. Um, Harrogate fans go on about him. Uh, he's been the, one of the uh, outstanding players of the season. Um so I want to see what he's got about him. I've gone for Hogg, standard I feel at the minute, if he's fit. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've gone for Kamara. 
I didn't think Kasimi had a great game in the cup game. I feel he was the reason for two of the goals we conceded. Um, so I've gone for Kamara there. I've gone for Radoni because I feel his set pieces at the minute and the way he's playing is better than Sorba Thomas. Mm-hmm. And then Holmes, I really like Holmes. You know, I feel like fans are 50-50 about him, but I feel like he does put the work in and he can come up with some something special sometimes. And then Hull have the worst home record. They've conceded they what was it? They've conceded every every game they've had at home this season, is it? So I put Rhodes up front because we want him to get them a hundred goals for the club. Nice. I like it a lot. Um Tom, what about yourself? Are you making many changes to that? Not really. I, I I think I would put Kasumu in personally. I I, I think Kasumu and Hogg worked well together um, against Preston away. I thought I really liked that partnership, and I think another away game where you're going to be more likely playing on the counter and stuff. I've have those two have a very experienced lad in there, and I've another lad who's got more game time under his belt than Kamara. Kamara's great to bring on and. Because, well, Kamara, Kamara for me is looking better than Philip Billing did on the ball and stuff. I, I think Kamara is going to be a very good player. Um, yeah, and then I think I think exactly the same as Harrison. I, I like the idea of putting Headley in. I, I do. I, I, it's probably not going to happen. I just, might be too soon. I just feel it's ruffles. Mm, I, He's just not very good at defending. Sorry. Sorry if you're listening. Ruffles. <laughs> but yeah, it's just that's just worrying how it uh, the problems come down that side, don't they? Um I'd like to see Simpson Simpson on in this game at some point, maybe not starting, but come on. Because I think a few of their goals that they've conceded have come from when if we can take a lead and they're chasing the game, and to have someone on up front who's fast and mm. can knock people off the ball could be very handy. So, um, yeah. Brady, got a chance. Trust me, got a chance. No, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, same for me, like not many changes. I think I probably would give Kess Hayden another game just because that wasn't the on the left, just because it wasn't the first team. And I, I think Holmes, you know, can cover quite well there as well if he wants to get forward. And I think... Um, I'd put Lowton on the right. You know, I think we need that experience. And Rodoni, you know, for me, keeps his place. And actually, Thomas is uh, on the bench for me. Um, but yeah, Rhodes up front. I think you're right. Like, Simpson could be useful. I think probably see Cambiri in this as well. Come on. So, um, yeah, it's quite solid, really. You know, um, it's interesting, isn't it, how the team sheets change. But you've got Lowton in there. And if you have Lowton, Hogg, Lees, you know, Helic, they're all quite experienced lads, yeah. so it, it suddenly looks a lot more solid, really. Um, but yeah, we'll come on to to the match predictions then. What's your score prediction? How do you see the game going, Harrison? Uh, I'm I'm usually so hopeful. Um, I'm going to go for a one-one. I think it's going to be a, a tight affair. Um, you know, both both attacking the wings. It will come down to a set piece or a cross in the box, and it lands to the right person. I think it'll be a one-one. Nice. Who, if you had to guess the scorer, not that we keep track of it, but uh, Rhodes. Enough to be Rhodes. Nice. nice. Yeah. 
Tom, uh, did you go one all? Did you go? I think you're predicting. I'm I'm predicting a two nil win to town, Brady. I'm gonna say we'll we'll get a goal in the first half, see it out one nil at half time. They'll come out chasing. Our defenders will put in one hell of a performance. And uh, we'll we'll get a late one on the break and and see it out two 0 Um, Rhodes, yeah, Rhodes, Rhodes to score that first half goal, and let's have like maybe Sauber comes on and gets gets a goal. That'd be nice. Mm. Yeah, I'd I'd love that to happen. Um, I might either Harrison. I went one all. I just think we've not got a great record, and a point would actually be quite good because they're in a bit of form. And, yeah. We keep saying this every week, Tom, um, but I think Rodon has been playing very well and I fancy him to get his first goal because I think I can, I, I feel like I'm Mark Fogging oh, him, but I can Brady. see him, I can see him taking off. Uh, Brady, um, if you, <laughs> I know you're nowhere near going to have the time to do this, but I wish you could put in every clip where we have said, and I think Rudoni will get his first goal this weekend because we must. We're just trying to will it into existence, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I have my bad takes. It's like when I thought Yaya Sonogo would be actually quite good for us. And I, I'm I'm still I'm still adamant if he'd scored that penalty, things could yeah. have been a lot different. Yeah. Um anyway, <laughs> we will move on because we've got an exciting new feature. Um it's time for Kwana's question. A few things the things change, but also a lot of things are still the same. Genuinely, were loved all the stories um, that came through for the question of the week for Kwan's question. They were lovely, um, and it do you know what it cheered us right up because um, it's not been going so well this season. I think let's be fair. So the question we asked to you, um, and we we picked some of the best ones, was the weirdest place you've met a town player. So we got some interesting entries, and there was quite a few that were like players in Asda and, um, you know, outside Leeds Road, which is <laughs> maybe not the weirdest, but I, I, we enjoyed them nonetheless. Um, so I, I picked a couple here. Um, Tom, you can say a few, because I know you retweeted quite a few, but uh, so I'll read out some and then I'll ask you chaps for yours as well. So Mr. Whitaker said, I met a town employee while I was doing a hard, doing marathon training run on Leeds Road. He was pulling out the garage near Canal Side and he stopped his car he saw my town shorts and wound down his window and asked how I am. Turned out it was David Wagner. Um, that <laughs> Ooh, was, uh, I like that. Um, I also enjoyed this one, Tom, and I feel this is uh, up your street. Uh, Sundan Kid 96 said he met Adnan Ahmed at the Tib Shelf, Tibs Shelf service station about five years ago. Just, just like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That is good. Um. And another one to Andy Kay. Obviously, yeah, he's been on the pod before, but I enjoyed this. So next to Frank, Frank Worthington at the urinals at Ellen Cricket Club whilst attending a charity dinner. Didn't look and nor did he. I think that's what sealed <laughs> it for me. <laughs> Just, um, we've also got this one from Lee Morris. He said, uh, Lee Fowler in Ibiza 2006. We kept bumping into him in a really in really random places and it got to the point where it looked like we were stalking him. And Tom, why did we enjoy this as well? Because who liked it? Lee Fowler liked <laughs> that tweet. And it wasn't even like Lee tagged him in it. He just so Lee Fa- so here's here's the thing. Lee Fowler must search himself on Twitter, <laughs> search his name on Twitter. <laughs> or follow the podcast, to be fair, Brady. But yeah, I did find that hilarious that it popped up that Lee Fowler likes his tweet. Um and and 
Lee's my mate, but I'd be a bit worried if I kept bumping into him around Ibiza, to be fair. <laughs> what what I'd really love to be, like, I'd love to be a fly on the wall, because, like, you know, obviously Lee Fowler liked it, but does he remember that? Yeah, yeah, that? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, some of the other ones we got, so Johnny Foster said, uh, Kevin Sharp knows a girl I was seeing, and I saw him out in the bar in Leeds. She told him I was a town fan, and his response was, oh, I was shit for them. <laughs> I respect the honesty. Um Tom, I think I've said this on the pod before, but uh, a friend of mine met uh, Alan Lee, um, I think after he'd left town uh, and he'd had a bit of drink and he, 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 you know, I was chatting to him and he's, Alan Lee said, I know I was shit, but at least I tried, um, which makes <laughs> me feel a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's why I loved him. <laughs> yeah. um, but we got we got loads of great responses. Um, I'm trying to find the one, but there was a, I, I forget the name, I'll, I'll I'll retweet it on the pod account, but um, someone, if Ianura was chatting up his wife, uh, that made me laugh as well. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. some really good ones, Brady. I think I, I had a couple that stood out for me. So some of the really the brief and short ones I loved. So uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan Jackson, just four words. Pavel Abbott, maternity ward. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, want to know was, more. Was he delivering the baby? Was he having a baby? Was he just hanging around? Does he just like the smell of freshly born children? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how he got. His, <laughs> Sorry, that's how he got his goal scoring power. <laughs> the fountain yeah. of youth. Um... <laughs> oh, it was Fred Server who said uh, if Nora was trying to chat his wife up. Um, nice. And then he came back and said, "Hello, Ify. I've seen you've met my wife." <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> um, sorry, Tom. What, what were you? What were you asking? Um. I was trying to think of some others. I, I like there was one. Someone put one about um, getting a lift home with Gary Taylor Fletcher somewhere, which I thought was interesting. But I can't. I only just saw that the other day, and I can't find it again. Oh yeah. Oh, I've seen that. That's um, yeah, James. James. Yeah. Says once got a lift home from work with Gary Taylor Fletcher. Lovely guy. I was also sick in his toilet after jugs of vodka Red Bull in Varsity. Interesting. <laughs> I want to know more about that, James. Uh, we need to need you to expand on that. Um, yeah, no, some absolutely great ones. Um, I and also I'll enjoyed... actually shout out sorry. to sorry Tom Herb, who actually has who met Colin Quana in Manchester Airport. So that I mean that's that's pretty pretty special, isn't it? Quana's yeah. question and all that. Absolutely. Um, also, smile a while. Um, so Sean, he uh, met Nathan Clark in in his cottage at the time in Honley. We were discussing a fish tank that caused damage to a window ledge. He was my landlord. I got my deposit back in full, and he went back to Leighton Orient the next day. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, play. Um, so lads, I'll ask you then. Actually, Harrison, um, where's the weirdest place you've met a town player? In the so I've only had a one encounter actually meeting a town player, and that was in a, I was at university in Nottingham, um, and this was early hours of the morning in a nightclub, and I, I looked across the dance floor and I saw Joe Lolly, <laughs> there standing by himself, um, <laughs> and I, I'm not one to go uh, go speak to players, but I, I'd had a few beers and, uh, you know, I think there were a few drunken slurs. Like, oh, well, you know, I love you. You're my favourite town player. And all that, and um, I'm pretty sure he was stone cold sober. Um, oh really? He, he looked like he, he swear, like he just, yeah, he looked he looked stone cold sober. Sober. 
was he at Forest at this point, Harrison? Yeah, he was, which made a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, was he was he receptive to you, like? Uh... Yeah, I think it was, I think it was like yeah, all right, you know, it was just sort all of right, mate, yeah. Wanna, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, make a fool of myself. I can't. Uh, remember we've all done that. I can't remember what I said to him. <laughs> uh, Tom, what about you? I think you tweeted yours, didn't you? I did. Um, Ian Bennett. Whilst I was at Loughborough University, um, I was helping out on an open day. Um, as you know, I'm a artiste. A drawer. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was uh, doing an open day at the arts department, and I was like, I just stood there, and I was like, I swear I recognise that guy. I was like, oh, fucking hell, it's Ian Bennett. I was like, right, even. And he's like, yeah, because obviously he didn't have a name tag on or anything. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a town fan. He was like, oh. I think we just ended up talking about the Lee Clark, Lee Clark years and stuff, which was, it was quite funny. Um, yeah, he, he was there looking for his... Um, his daughter was looking at Loughborough as an option, I think. Um, he wasn't just hanging around Loughborough University Art Department. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Brady, do you have one? Um, yeah, so I have I have two. Um, one's not that exciting. I think I've said it on the pod before, but um, so my parents got like a, a deal for the Ivy and Leeds, and uh, I went, and as I was coming out of the loo, Alex Pritchard was walking in. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of like, we did a double take and I was like, oh, you're right, mate. So, yeah. um, but that's not that good. But however, I went for a, I'm pretty sure it was Boxing Day a few years ago. I went for a, uh, I went to the Cinnamon Lounge in Emily uh, for a curry and Christopher Schindler was there in his full town get up. So I had a nice. little chat with the man. Um, and I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll tweet the picture out afterwards because I've got the most awkward. I had a Vindaloo and it was fucking boiling. So I was like, I was like, oh, I'm like so red. And I think I've got done the classic, like, not sure what to do with my hands. So it's like half in my jean pocket. <laughs> so it just looks, I look incredibly awkward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was nice. Yeah. Um, I, I think thought, you got no, uh... Oh yeah, go on. At Simon Grayson, I was at a pigeon detectives gig and Simon Grayson was there. <laughs> that is great. Was yeah. he, was he proper raving along? I feel like I can't remember if he was still Leeds manager then though because right. they basically Pigeon Detectives knew he was there and they were like oh Simon Grayson's here and everyone cheered so it might have right. been I feel like I cheered though so it might have been when he was at town but yeah that was it I think he had a really he, he, he's got a pretty decent taste in music Simon Grayson he goes to a lot of gigs apparently um yeah can I mention one more that we didn't mention, Brady? Yeah, go which on, I think one. was great. And it it comes from the Oracle that is Matt Shaw. Um, yeah. Yes. It, it's, it's very funny, this one. Um, so Matt put, Nathan Clark at Showcase Cinema Burstall. He was going to watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I bit my tongue considering the man he was marking had scored twice that weekend. <laughs> 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 um brilliant brilliant and that's a good way to close it and uh yeah we honestly Kwana's question so it's gonna uh i should have said at, at the top it's gonna alternate between that and the amazing elbow so um we've got some weird weird and wonderful questions lined up so uh thanks to everyone who took part though that was great um and i think that'll do us for this week so thanks to tom and harrison for coming on thanks to you all for listening 
Um, thanks to Magic Rock for sponsoring. Um, so, yeah, me and Tom are both drinking some Magic Rock as we record this. Um, I'm going to say as well, because you're doing dry January, Magic Rock actually very kindly sent me a hat, which you may see in the podcast clips. But they also sent me the Free Ride, which is their alcohol-free pale ale, and it's rather rather nice citra pale ale. So, um, um, and you if you're not doing dry January, I'm drinking the Astro Philia, and that is an 8.3%. <laughs> to do the office quote, different drinks, different needs. Uh, so, yeah. And don't forget, you can get 10% off all online orders with the code AHTTC10. So um, make sure to use that code. Use it or lose it. Um, except you won't lose it, but, you know, use it. Save yourself some money. What are you doing? Um, right, okay. We'll shut up. We'll be back to preview the game next week and uh, to tough for now and up the town. Up the town. Up the town. So town play up. Bring the car back to others. Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, McNugget share box, spot on. Automate delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.